everyone, this is David Nilsson, creator and host of Bean to Barstool, and today I'm sharing a quick bonus episode about a recent trip I took to one of the best beer cities in America that just happens to be home to one of the best Bean to Bar chocolate companies in the country as well. My sister, Shan, and her husband, Nick, moved to Asheville, North Carolina for work a few years ago. Asheville proper is home to about 95,000 residents, with a metro population of about 470,000. Despite its relatively small size compared to many other great American beer cities, Asheville is in the conversation for being the best city for craft beer in the country, with dozens of excellent breweries, including two of the country's largest craft breweries in Sierra Nevada and New Belgium. I turned 40 a few weeks back, and the following weekend we crossed the Appalachians to spend a few days with Shan and Nick and enjoy the city's offerings. It's impossible to even begin to get through the city's amazing breweries in one weekend, so it's best to let go of that pressure and just pick a few to really enjoy. Our first stop on Thursday was at White Labs. White Labs is a yeast propagation lab that supplies isolated brewing cultures to craft brewers and home brewers across the country. While the vast majority of beers are fermented with one of two main yeast species, there are dozens of individual strains within each species that will behave differently during the fermentation process, and White Labs offers over a hundred isolated cultures, including a handful of other yeast and bacteria species and some special blends. The awesome thing about the Asheville White Labs location is the opportunity to taste the impact of these unique strains in their taproom. They'll brew a recipe, then split it into two batches and ferment each with a different yeast strain, which you can then taste side by side in the taproom. It's an eye-opening chance to taste the subtle differences even closely related yeast strains will exhibit, and strains you might have set aside as not having much influence on the flavor profile of a beer. We often think of lager strains as having little impact on the flavor of beer, but tasting an amber lager fermented with a Belgian lager strain and a Bavarian Marzen lager strain will erase that notion. If you're a fermentation nerd, you have to check out the White Labs taproom. Thursday evening, we spent on the patio of Nick and Shan's cottage on the side of a mountain, the trees swaying above us until they disappeared in the darkness as day turned to night. Nick is a big bourbon and cigar fan, and he's generous with his stash, so we sipped on fine bourbons and puffed on rare cigars. The highlight of the evening was a post-embargo Cuban cigar that had surprisingly delicate features and light floral notes. Bright and early Friday morning, I headed to the French Broad Chocolate Factory to meet up with co-founder J.L. Skeffington, whom you've heard from previously on this podcast back in episodes two and three. In addition to making amazing chocolate, French Broad also supplies cacao to numerous breweries around the Asheville area, some of which you'll hear about in just a bit. J.L. showed me around the factory, patiently answering my curious questions, and we discussed aspects of the chocolate industry and the local beer scene. We're talking about the possibility of co-hosting a chocolate and beer event in Asheville in the fall, so keep an eye out for an announcement about that. Friday afternoon, I stopped in at Twelve Bones Brewing and had a couple beers with head brewer Brandon Odette. Twelve Bones is attached to a renowned barbecue restaurant, but their beer was the reason I was here, and it didn't disappoint. In between tending to a pilot batch of a West Coast IPA, Brandon talked me through the brewery's offerings, starting with their house Cezanne, a 5.9% Belgian ale with a light, dry body and notes of lemon drop, juicy fruit, pear, and light spice, with very gentle acidity. I could have stuck with this all day. Twelve Bones uses French broad cacao for several beers, including In the Mood, a dark sour made with black cherry puree and cacao nibs. The beer is lightly sour with a pleasant overlay between the cherry and cacao that yields a plum-like character. 
Overall, this wasn't my favorite of their beers, as I think it could have used just a touch more shape from the acidity, but I still applaud using cacao in an unexpected style. Rolling with the Punches is an 8% Baltic Porter with cacao nibs that offers a subtle take on a classic formula of adding cacao to a porter or stout. The beer is moderately sweet, more from a low hopping rate than an actually elevated residual sugar level, and the cacao bonds with the low bitterness roasted malts to create more of an impression of coffee than chocolate. This was quiet, but very enjoyable. Like many breweries, Twelve Bones makes several hazy IPAs, including Drownin' and Sound, a collaboration with Dissolver. It offers sticky mango sap and honeydew melon with an initial sweet impression that dries out to a medium bitter finish. I can grow weary of hazies, but this one was excellent. Brandon is a fun guy and I really enjoyed hanging out with him. On Saturday, I dragged the entire crew to Burial, one of my favorite breweries in the country. Burial's South Slope location, just off downtown, is always buzzing with activity, and on a beautiful sunny spring day, we staked out a covered table on the patio and set about working through their beers. Everything Burial brews is fantastic. The elasticity of self is a dry hop saison with bright hop notes of pale citrus and pineapple, and fermentation notes of gentle banana with a sprinkling of clove in a bone-dry, moderately bitter body. Heretical Ascendancy is a fooder-aged smoked Hellas lager with light notes of either beechwood or alder smoke in a light body. Blade and Sheath is a saison offering peach and banana with floral spice notes and just the right amount of bitterness. The Virtue of Patience is an elegantly blended bourbon barrel barley wine with notes of bran, leather, tobacco, port, and bourbon. I wished I could have taken this one aside to pair with a variety of chocolates and cheeses, as its sweet but stoic character would have found numerous excellent companions. The end comes before the beginning is a coconut porter stuffed with the impression of sweet shredded coconut covered in milk chocolate, like the best Mounds bar you've ever had. I could have sipped this one in the sun all afternoon. The main reason I was here, however, was to taste through Burial's thoughtful but intense, high ABV, high concept pastry beers. These 14-15% to 15% ABV behemoths seem like they should be doing too much, trying too hard, packing way too many flavors into one package, but one sip and you realize this brewery is completely in control of its instrument, creating flavor experiences you didn't know you longed for, like vividly remembering a place you've never been. A portal through the continuum of non-existence is a 15% ABV imperial stout brewed with French broad cacao nibs, hazelnut, honey, cinnamon, Tahitian vanilla bean, and maplewood smoked sea salt. The initial taste brings toasted fresh hazelnuts drizzled with raw maple against a backdrop of dark milk chocolate speckled with cinnamon. A ribbon of light smoke on the front end dissolves into a subtle black licorice on the swallow, dark and glorious. Until Madness Subsides, We Remain Never Still is a 14% ABV Imperial Stout brewed with almonds, coconut, French broad cacao nibs, maple, banana, orange, vanilla, and cinnamon. The amazing balancing act Burial maintains with beers like this is in making sure each of those ingredients plays a meaningful role in the beer's flavor profile without making it a cacophony of out-of-sync voices. You can immediately recognize banana and coconut and maple praline, dark milk chocolate syrup and cinnamon and orange cream comes through after a bit. But it's not just a catwalk of flavor strolling by in sequence. It's like a gently turning jewel that shows different facets as they catch the light, but it's all one beautiful stone. 
Abstract Opulence Illusion 2 is a 15% ABV Imperial Cream Ale brewed with Thai banana, Tahitian and Madagascar vanilla, and cinnamon, and it's like a thick spiced tropical daiquiri overloaded with banana and vanilla. Impossibly delicious for a hot day considering how strong it is. On the lower end of the ABV spectrum, The Vessels That Lifted Us to the Afterworld is a 5.2% ABV dark lager brewed with onyx, southern weather coffee beans, French broad cacao nibs, and Tahitian vanilla, and it's like a lightly spiced iced mocha, quiet but pleasant. Of course, I also picked up plenty of beers to bring back to Ohio, including a whole bunch of great North Carolina chocolate beers made with French broad or Vidari cacao. You'll be hearing about those soon. If you get the chance to visit Asheville, feel free to hit me up for more recommendations. In the next episode, coming out on Tuesday, April 5th, I'll be sharing a pretty fascinating experiment that I'm super excited about. A few weeks back, I hung out in the studio of an artist friend of mine, and she painted several canvases inspired purely by the flavors of chocolates and beers without knowing what they were beforehand. I can't wait to share the results of this with you. I hope you enjoyed this quick bonus episode of Bean to Bar Store.